about Jesus. Well, this morning we'll be in uh, Luke chapter 24, Luke chapter 24. <clears throat> Jesus has risen from the dead. Uh, several of the ladies have seen uh, the empty tomb and uh, uh, and even uh, seen Christ, uh, information has been reported back to the disciples uh, about the resurrection. And we pick it up in verse 13 of Luke 24. And behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all the th these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these? that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad. And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered and said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, Today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had, uh, had also seen a vision of angels which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher, and found it even so, as the women had said. But him they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning him. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and brake and gave to them. 
and their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And he rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem, found the eleven gathered together, and then that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them, and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word this morning. Father, I thank you for the services already, for Sunday school, for the children and adults. I thank you for your word going forth. And Father, what a challenge it is for us to stand firm and to be among those that are continuing in the things that are right. Please help us in that, dear God. And uh, Father, we look to you now for the filling of your spirit. Please help me, Lord. And Fill me with the Spirit ministering your word. My dear wife, relaying the message in sign, those in the nursery, Father. Fill with thy Spirit watching the children. I do thank you for each one here. And, uh, and Father, uh, those who will be with us online or would watch this perhaps after the, the service. Father, we, we're looking to you uh, to, to uh, speak to us by your word, to help us by your Spirit. We pray that as your word goes forth, that lost souls would be saved and that believers would be challenged to draw closer to you and to be uh, faithful servants, to be uh, among those that are would want to be counted uh, faithful when you return. And Father, please uh, help us in these things. And Lord, we pray and ask it in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. Amen. You be seated. This is a favorite portion of scripture of mine. I preach multiple sermons from it and probably will do more, do more so if the Lord allows me the time. But, but uh, it certainly is a challenge to us as far as walking with Jesus and, uh, and, uh, and, and you know, becoming, becoming like his. I have entitled uh, the message this morning... Now you don't see him, now you do. Okay? And now you don't see him, now you do. Okay, And uh, we're going to learn some things uh, from this. Uh, I think the Lord was, of course, wanting to draw these into a closer communion with him. They had believed some things, but they hadn't believed all things yet. And he wanted them to draw closer to him. And so uh, we will learn some things about doing that. Uh, from this uh, passage this morning, he talks to them about their about their uh, about their uh, their conversation. Verse seventeen: What manner of communications are these that you have one uh, to another uh, as you walk and are sad? So we'll kind of look at the manner of communications that they were having and learn from that and see how Jesus ministered to them. First of all, number one. The communications were darkened. Their communications were darkened. Uh, he came to, pa came to pass, verse 15, while they communed, 
together in reeds, and Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. They don't know who Jesus is. And I'm not sure that we'll understand all this passage is talking about right here. Uh, that Holden has the idea of their, uh, their, their, their eyes were held back, restrained. Uh, how did that what happen there? What happened? Well, uh, some believe the answer is found solely in Mark 16, 12. Uh, after that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. And so some would say that uh, by appearing in another form, that's how their eyes were behold. They didn't recognize him. Uh, by the way, that word form there is the same that we find in Philippians. Being in the form of God, he thought not robbery to be equal with God. He became what? He found him uh, being found in fashion as, man, as a man. Uh, and so this idea of, of, of form, uh, the word is uh, morphe, where we get from where we get metamorphosis. So uh, perhaps a different form uh, there. Uh, but we read here also in Luke uh, uh, 24, what did we see in verse 32? And they said one to another, uh, oh, um, uh, that's not where we want to go, in uh, verse, uh, verse 30, he, eat, he sat and eats meat with them. He took bread and blessed it and baked and gave to them, and their eyes were opened. Now, if you got all that figured out yet, you come talk to me, because I, I haven't got all, got all that figured out yet, okay? I just know uh, that they didn't have the understanding they ought to have. And I'm not convinced that that was not partly, uh, from what I see here, their fault. They had not been believing uh, what they heard. Uh, that, that idea of their eyes being holden, it's in the passive tense, has, has the idea that it's something being done to them. You know how the devil blinds people? God can, can, can withhold people from understanding or seeing something. So can the devil, amen? Uh, the text doesn't tell us if they did something to cause that, that, with that, that whole thing to happen to them. You see? There's so much to dive into there. But uh, suffice it to say, their communications were darkened. <laughs> They didn't understand, all, obviously, all they should, because Jesus was walking right by them, and right, 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 right beside them. Uh, and uh, uh, they, didn't, they didn't know him. You know, the disciples, as we read the Gospels, they didn't understand this thing about Christ dying and rising again, did they? Uh, there were certainly a lot of details of it in the Scripture. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, he told them specifically... Very clearly, didn't he? In, in Luke chapter 18 and verse 31, the Bible says, He took unto him his twelve, uh, the twelve, and said unto them, We go up to Jerusalem. All things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man shall be accomplished. Here it is. For he shall be delivered unto the Gentiles, and shall be mocked, and spitefully entreated, and spitted on, and they shall scourge him and put him to death, 
and the third day he shall rise again. That's pretty plain, isn't it? And the Bible goes, And they understood none of these things. And this saying was hid from them. Neither knew they the, neither knew they the things which were spoken. They didn't have the understanding. Maybe there was uh, some things they didn't want to understand. There was some preconceived things about the Messiah they had already that they were hanging very t- on very tightly to as we read the rest of the scriptures. Uh, the Old Testament scriptures, by the way, clearly spoke of both the suffering and glorified Messiah, did they not? In Isaiah 53, 9, he made his grave with the wicked, speaking of Messiah, and with the rich in his death. He was crucified between two thieves. He was buried in a rich man's tomb, wasn't he? He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his, uh, in his mouth. There's his suffering. Isaiah had said earlier in that chapter, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Well, how much was the suffering? Well, we read later in the chapter, it was unto death. <laughs> He suffered unto death. He, it was, he went to the grave. That's, that's Old Testament. Uh, and of course, David, being a prophet, uh, writes in Psalm 16:10, he knew that Messiah was going to come from his line as, uh, and, and be, the, be the Messiah and king and ruler over Israel. And David says uh, in Psalm 16:10, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell or the grave, Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. You won't leave me in the grave. And I know, I am prophesying, writing here and, and prophesying, and being, being a prophet. You're not, and, you're, and the holy one coming, the Messiah who's going to come from my line eventually, you're not even going to suffer him to see corruption. His body isn't even going to become corrupt in the grave. Now, David's did. The Bible tells us that. Not Messiah's. Not Messiah's. Uh, and, the, and we read, of course, of the, res- of the resurrection, his glorification. Uh, psalm 110 and verse 1, another psalm of David. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. By the way, where is Jesus right now? He's at the right hand of God, isn't he? And uh, interceding for you and I. And, uh, but what a picture, at least, of their darkened understanding. Here they are. They think the Messiah, of Is- the Messiah of Israel and the Savior of the world is an uninformed stranger regarding the, regarding the current events. <laughs> uh, that's pretty uh, 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 ironic, if you ask me. But there, I, I, I was telling my sister, I was, I was thinking about this passage here with this, mor- uh, this morning, and and Jesus is walking along with him, uh, and, and they're sad about all that's happened in Jerusalem. And uh, what? And uh, and Jesus says, Jesus says, what things? I can almost picture a smile on his face. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he's the one. He, he's the one that's all about. Oh yeah, what things? Tell me about this. And uh, and on it goes because he's going to minister to them in a way they need it, in a way that uh, that, that will be a great blessing to them. Uh, what a picture of darkened understanding. Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, they perhaps weren't uh, remembering all the scripture they should. 
uh, or believing all the scripture they should. We'll see some of the, uh, some more of that as we go along. But uh, uh, this is where uh, uh, many Christians uh, uh, are at, unfortunately, spiritually. Not learning the things of God, uh, not, not uh, putting them first and foremost in our lives, yielding to them. Uh, you know, we learn the word of God, what? To live the word of God and to apply it to our hearts and lives. And we have to be careful about that. Uh, 2 Peter 3.18, we are to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Their understanding <clears throat> was darkened. They were mourning the loss of Christ while he was walking right beside him. <laughs> they were mourning his, his absence in his presence, okay? And uh, that's an amazing thing. Uh, they knew about the dead Jesus, that's for sure. But they didn't seem to know about the living Jesus, though they certainly should have. Uh, and later we'll see how, they, how, they, how the, our Lord helped them by a, a, a very, what must have been a very interesting topical Bible study. I would have loved to have been there and received that one for sure. Uh, in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 18, what's our, what our Lord, what our Lord tell us? Uh, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 7 and uh, verse uh, 25, uh, we read, Wherefore he, our Lord Jesus, is able also to save them to the uttermost, all believers, anyone that will come to him, that come to, unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for us. He's always there. He ever lives uh, to draw us closer to God and to help us do the will of God and, uh, and yield to him. Their communications, first of all, uh, were darkened. I think about Matthew 28, the Great Commission, that we were sent to preach the gospel and then, and then also teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Their manner of communications was darkened. What else do we see about, about the communication? Their, their communications were doubtful. Their communications were doubtful. Uh, look at verse uh, 23 there. Uh, I'm sorry, look at verse... Uh, that's the right place here. <coughs> yeah, look at... Uh, they're telling Jesus about what happened. Look at verse 22. Certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And then in verse 23, when they found not his body, they came, listen, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels which said he was alive. They've already received that message. Uh, and so they tell Jesus that. What does Jesus say in verse 25? Oh, fools, here it is, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. You see, they have received so much already, but they, they are dull, they are slow in believing it, you see. Oh, they heard, they've heard the facts, but they're slow in believing it, in, in trusting in those things, in receiving it uh, as their own. Did Jesus do wonders and miracles? Yes, he did. He said he would. 
Is Jesus Christ the, is, is Jesus the Christ? Yes, he is. He said he was. <laughs> he said that plainly to them. Uh, did he say the rulers were crucified? Yes, he did. Uh, we read, we read the, uh, one, of the, one of those passages. Uh, by the way, even his enemies got the point, didn't they? What did they, what did they say? Uh, uh, to Pilate and such after they had sealed the tomb sir we remember that deceiver said while he was yet alive after three days I will rise again they got it they remembered it and Jesus I believe is saying you should have remembered it and you should be further along in your believing and receiving of all these things uh and uh, so, so we see that. I'm not convinced that their slowness to believe is, is not involved in their also their eyes being holden at this time. Uh, having some portion in that. In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2. In, he, in Hebrews chapter 4 and uh, verse 2, uh, we read, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them, uh, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Did you get that? Uh, Brother Chris was talking about salvation this morning, how, how, uh, how we are given a choice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That's the command. Uh, does everybody, uh, do, do people have the free will to obey that or not? Yes, they do. We can turn from our sins and, and trust Jesus Christ as our Savior, or we cannot. The Bible doesn't teach about any irresistible grace in that regard. Uh, and so they were to, they were to believe uh, and to receive. And uh, uh, did he say the tomb would be empty the third day? Yes. He said he'd rise again the third day. Uh, and uh, they've heard so many things. They, they, they had it in the Old Testament. Jesus told them plainly. These ladies have just told them it happened and they saw it. And they said an angel's preached it unto them. All that. And they're still wondering, where is he? What happened here? And uh, uh, they were doubtful. They were not receiving and believing, hanging on to what they'd heard and what they, what they should have known. Their communications uh, were doubtful. Thirdly, their communications were dreary. Their communications were dreary. Verse 17. What manner of communications are these that you have one to another as ye walk and are sad? You know, that, 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 that's a sad picture, isn't it? Uh, Christ is right beside them. Alive and well. And they're sad, wondering what, what, wondering what has happened to them. Uh, and uh, why? Well, partly, I think, because of doubtful unbelief. Uh, that, that's where they're at. By the way, that's where many unfortunate believers are today, amen? They're sad and weary, you know, going, going, going down life's weary road. I know, the songs, you know. But as Brother Chris was saying this morning, we have a comforter. We have God who gives us peace. And by the way, uh, uh, we can surrender. 
the, devil, the world can't steal that peace from us. The world can't steal that comfort from us. But we can surrender it, can't we? Why? Because we don't. We are doubtful at times. We don't trust in the promises God has made, you see, and rest on them. And we can become dreary. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, not shine in the midst of our trials. You know when the light is seen the best? It's when it's dark, isn't it? You know when the world knows you and I are born again the most? Is when, is when you go through a hard time, you go through a hard trial, and God gives you grace to rejoice through it. And to grow through it. Anybody can sing, you know, uh, uh, happy songs when you're on the mountaintop. Okay? God wants to shine through us, and sometimes he, wants, he turns up the heat to make that a little apparent to others around us, what he's able to do. And he will, and he will enable us if we'll trust him for that. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about, you know, they didn't, they didn't, uh, uh, they didn't, they, they were, they were slow to believe. Uh, they, they seemed to be spelled that spellbound by their own perspective of the gloomy circumstances. They had this thought about Messiah: He's going to come. He's going to be our reigning king, like David. And Israel's going to be first in the world government again, and we're going to be blessed with all kinds of material stuff too, and we'll reign like we reigned before. And their mind was like stuck on that. That's it. What about suffering Messiah? Oh, I don't understand all those passages. And there they were. And when they heard other things about it, it seems like it just bounced off, huh? Uh, if you, can, if you got saved from a false background, uh, uh, I, I had learned a lot of Bible, but I learned a lot of wrong Bible. And when I heard certain things like endure unto the end, or, uh, or uh, 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 behold, now is the accepted time, behold, now is the day of salvation, I knew what those meant. I was sure what those meant, but let me tell you, I was confidently wrong. I learned what they meant in the context, but you know what? I held on to those things. That truth had to come several times. It just kept, kept bouncing off, you know. And, and then finally, oh, when I was ready to let go of my what? False tradition or false teaching or false belief, because it didn't go maybe with the scriptures, then, I, then what? Then the light can shine in, amen? And then, and then we can see. Be saved. The communications uh, were dreary. Messiah is going to come. Make us a blessed nation. Make us rulers again. 1 Corinthians uh, 15, 19. If, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. <laughs> no, Christ came to bless us far more than this life. Oh, he still gives us as believers the best blessings in this life. And by the way, the best blessings are what? Spiritual things, amen. Because everything that we can see and touch, what? It's temporal. And it's all going away. The best blessings are the eternal ones, the spiritual ones. And, uh, uh, and, and thank God he gives us those. Uh, and we have that joy looking forward to that next life. But you know, we need that joy now. We need to know, like these disciples needed to know, that he's walking beside me. We need that. By the way, he, he is. I'll never leave you nor forsake me. And we need to uh, be aware of that. Uh, 
Some view Christ as someone who's just a helper rather than the Lord. Well, uh, I have all these problems now. Jesus will help me out of my problems so I can live where I want to live and get, get the job that I want to, job, want to get. You know, do we, do we remember what Lord means? Lord means he's ruler. That means God says, I have a plan, and I want you in my plan. I want you to fulfill what? My will, God would say to us, the Lord would say to us. He is our Lord and Savior. Sometimes Christians forget that. See, it's not what I want to do in life or where I want to live. It's where does, what does Jesus want me to do and where does Jesus want me to live. Amen. That's what it's all about. And those are the things that he will help us in to open and close the doors for us and lead us into that. Uh, and by the way, those, that's the place where we find joy. And by the way, that's the place where what? We can surrender it. No, God, I, you know, what's that one song, you know, uh, the missionary song, please don't send me to Africa, I'll tithe 11%. You know? <laughs> uh, anywhere but there, God. You know what God says? Click, you know what, know what just happened to your fellowship? Click, there it went. He's got a broken fellowship. <laughs> I'm going to answer what my wife's telling me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I've had mine go up, I think, up here too, so it happens to all of us. <laughs> uh, Christ is at the right hand of the Father. Every time a person trusts Christ as Savior and is transformed by the Holy Spirit, it is living proof that Christ has risen again and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus said, uh, if I, he's, he said, it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. You got that? So every time you see someone changed by the Holy Spirit as they receive Jesus Christ as their Savior. That's proof that Jesus Christ is on the right hand of the Father because he had to send them. See? He's there. He's there. And he sends that blessed comforter. <clears throat> Fourthly, <clears throat> their communications communications turned divine when first of all when Christ rebuked their foolishness look at verse 25 he said unto them O fools and slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken um, brother Chris uh, was teaching about how we need to be separate live the word of God we need we need to to live the word of God and to uh, stay away from those things that are contrary to the word of God sometimes that is offensive to people and by the way sometimes when we read the word of God I get offended <laughs> you know the spirit goes like this <clears throat> see that you're doing that <laughs> anybody ever been there yeah but you know what some Christians when Jesus said, oh fools and slow of heart to believe, they'd say, well, it's good to know. Good 
good meeting you, wherever you are. Uh, we're we're going to go on to Emmaus, and uh, you, well, you go on your way, and thanks for talking to us. That would have been all that at the end of the conversation. <laughs> but thank God it wasn't, amen. Because they, they had the right spirit to receive the rebuke. <laughs> oh, fools. And slow of heart to believe. He didn't pull any punches with them there, did he? Uh, he rebuked their foolishness. And we need to accept that when we hear the preaching or teaching of the Word of God, and when we, re we read the Word of God, and he convicts us, and it hurts, because we know we're wrong there. We didn't do that, and we should have done it. Or we've been doing that, and we should be, shouldn't be doing that. We need to receive that, amen? We need to receive that. And say, okay, God, I, I need to go on from here. I need to repent of that thing and start doing that thing you're not doing, you're supposed to be doing. Stop doing that thing you're doing, you're not supposed to be doing. Get those, get, get those things right. In Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 11, the scripture tells us, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. I got some good news for you. God's going to correct us, amen. We need it. So God says, so don't get weary of it. Because God has one goal, to make you like Jesus Christ, and through that, to use you as a witness to others while he's doing it. He's not waiting to heaven to start the process. He started that uh, when you got born again. And he's doing it as a showpiece before the world. Wanting you and I to respond and let him shine through us. Uh, the burning reproof uh, and they received it uh, and, and, and what a blessing Hebrews 12.5 uh, quote refers, refers to that, that proverb we just read Hebrews 12.5 they had forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children my son despise not thou the chastening of the Lord nor faint when thou art rebuked of him let him rebuke let him correct and uh, he will guide us in the right way. What else do we see about, uh, about uh, their conversation there? Uh, they, uh, he rebuked their foolishness. Christ revived their faith. By the way, he rebukes their foolishness. He revives their faith. He gave them that Bible uh, lesson. He gives them the Bible lesson along the way. And they still don't know him. They still don't know him. You don't know who he is. Uh, and we see in, uh, in uh, verse 32, after Jesus vanishes from them, in Luke 24, 32, uh, we see, And they said one to another, he vanished out of their sight, verse 31, And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures. See, he was working then. This wasn't just something that, there wasn't nothing that happened, and all of a sudden at the end when they had the bread, he op opened their eyes, and that was it. That that's not how it happened. That word that they, were, that they were now receiving was working on them, amen. It was working on their hearts. Perhaps to remove that dullness, that blindness, <laughs> To bring them where they should have been. I want you to believe. I want you to believe. Uh, he's re he revives their faith. 
uh, as they are immersed in the word of God by the teaching of Christ, the scriptures are open to them and their understanding is stirred. That's what the word of God does. Psalm 119, uh, 130. The entrance of thy words, what? Giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. That word, God's word is a living word. Uh, it's a living word. He works in our hearts. Psalm 119, 18. Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Oh, the blessed burning of, of enlightenment when God reveals to us another precious gem in the scriptures. That's a comment on the verse, obviously. You know what, what's, what many have said is better than, better than uh, truth taught or, or, or truth learned is truth discovered. So when I get in the Bible and God shows me something, it's when you get in the Bible and you may, maybe you never heard it before, maybe you just don't remember hearing it before, but God shows you something from the Bible and shows you, discovering that truth, digging in the Word. Romans 10 tells us the same thing. So then faith cometh by hearing and what? Hearing by the Word of God. By the Word of God. Jesus said in John 14, 23, if a man love me, he will keep my words. And my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Full fellowship uh, with God. The receiving and believing of his words. Learning those things. <clears throat> Learning those things. And then finally, we see about that, that Christ rested. Christ rested in their fellowship. As they go along, Jesus makes as though he would go further. And I love this portion here. But they constrained him. Again, most Christians would have said, after that, after that fool's thing, you know, we'll have, you have a good trip wherever you're going, we're going to camp out here, you know. No, they constrained him. They urged him. Uh, they constrained him saying, abide with us. For it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and break it and gave to them and their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. What did Jesus do? He made as though he would go on further. In other words, he made as though he was, as though he was going to depart from them. He would not continue to be with them. They're going to stop here for the night. He's going to go on. You know what they said? No, 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 no. You stay with us. We don't want you going away. We want this thing to continue. <laughs> they, and they, they, they abide with us. And the Bible talks about abiding in Christ. And you know, it was then that Christ opened their eyes, however he did, whether changing form again, 
Sunday, that's good. I'm, I'm good for Wednesday now, thanks. Well, the, words, the words spoke to me Monday night in my Bible, so I don't really need to read a Bible Tuesday or Wednesday. No. He's here with us, what? Every moment of every day. How do you think your wife would feel, or your husband would feel, if one day a week you just chose to ignore them? You think they might notice? <laughs> Honey, would you help me with this? Somebody say something? <laughs> Not Sunday yet. <laughs> yeah. How would you feel, amen? Our Lord wants us, wants, wants us to realize he is right here with us. Every day, every moment of every day. And he wants us to be praying to him, 
listening to what he said, reading his word every day, praying every day, and looking for how he might want to use us to be a witness for him and how we go every day, every day. And it is those believers whom God will manifest himself to. If we're good just for a meeting here and there, that's all we'll get. <laughs> oh, just visit me every now and then, God. That's plenty for me. Well, even that'll go away if he, when, he, when he calls you closer, amen. You lose that fellowship, you don't get closer. Closing, think about it. some Christians fail to know the Lord. Paul wrote in, in, uh, in Philippians 3.10, uh, we have a memory verse this morning, Paul's desire was, uh, he says, that I may know him, Jesus Christ, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. I've got to have this, Paul said. i got to know him. i got to know him. Some Christians fail to know the living Christ because of ignorance. Talked about their communications being darkened. Maybe they didn't consider all they should have considered. Some Christians fail to know the living Christ because of unbelief. You know, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Praise God I did that. Then you are saved. Amen. But listen, God's got a whole lot more believing for you to do. Amen. It's in that relationship part. It's in that trusting part. He wants you to know that joy too. Say, He died. He paid for that too. Amen. Thank God for that. Some Christians fail to know, to know the living Christ because they have pleasure in their sin. They, they pick their favorite one, and for some reason, I want to hang on to that. Some Christians fail to know the living Christ because, they're again, they are content with a, an occasional moving of the Spirit, an occasional sense that God's with me. Now, God has more for us than that. And uh, I think about that. I'm going to tell you something. These guys had a meeting. These guys had a meeting. <laughs> it, it, this is impact is what they needed. God, he gave them the scriptures they could hang on to. And I was thinking about that. Verse 33, they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were with them. And they were, they were saying, the Lord is risen and hath appeared to Simon. And they, the two that Jesus spoke with, told what things were done in the way and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, Peace be unto you. I was thinking about this. There was no, there was no sitting still for their sadness when they left Jerusalem for Emmaus. There was no sitting still for their sadness when they left Jerusalem to go to Emmaus. What were they going to spread? Well, I'm going to spread the sorrow. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, woe oh, is me. Uh, uh, what's going on? We're confused. Maybe, maybe they're going to, 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 you know, to spread the gloom. Uh, they certainly were, as they were talking, by the way, if anybody else was listening in on it. You know, they, so they were confused. They were doubtful. Uh, they were sad. They were, they, were, they were dreary. When Jesus got done with them, there was no sitting still for gladness. And they left Emmaus and, and made a beeline back for Jerusalem with what? With some good news. Amen? With some good news. 
And you know, we have the best news in the world, don't we? We have the best reason to live this life, and we have the best afterlife coming. Amen? Every believer does. We have a great, good news gospel story to tell, and it's all because of the person who is the, the focus of the gospel. Amen? It's because of Jesus Christ. And we need to be ready to share that and to be ready to reflect that. And by the way, uh, let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is what? At hand. He's right here. He's here to help me shine for him every moment of the day, and you too. And, we, and he wants us not to forget that. Not to forget that. And in doing so, we'll glorify his name. We'll have the joy God wants us to have. And others will see hope in the one whom we believe in drawn unto him uh, by the work he's doing in our hearts and the truth that we're enabled to share with others. Those things will work together. <clears throat> Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. And I thank you for this church. And I thank you for the word that, that goes forth from this place. And you have loved all people. And, and God, uh, you, uh, your son has paid for uh, this salvation that is available to the whole world, not a single person is left out. And uh, uh, we've heard in the scripture, you know, Jesus told uh, uh, the woman to go her, go her way. He said, thy, thy faith has saved thee. And we understand that uh, it was faith in what you did, but it was her faith in what, in what you did. And we all have that faith. We all trust in something. And all you require for us, for our salvation, is to recognize our sin and our guilt. And that the wages of sin is death. And that death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And then in our hearts we repent and turn from our sin, knowing we have offended you, offended God. But also knowing you have made a way through Christ that we might be justified freely through the redemption that's in Christ Jesus. And we call on the name of your blessed and holy Son who forgives us. Thank you, God. But I pray you'd help us to continue to grow. You want us to be a peculiar people, zealous of good works. And you're right by our side every moment of the day to help us do that. Help us to be faithful in your word, to see Jesus in the word, dear Father. Uh, to be, uh, to pray and earnestly desire, Father, to be more like your blessed Son. Father, we pray and ask these things. In